Corinthians chapter 3, two verses, third chapter of Colossians. And I also wanted to mention how much I appreciate these brothers that preached while we were gone. Brother Maynard, Brother Greg, Brother Seth, who preached. And uh, I always hear the good reports, how good of a job they did and ministering the word of God. And it, uh, I appreciate it so very much. And I know that you have appreciated it as well. Amen. Praise the Lord. Colossians 3.23, it says, And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord, and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance. For ye serve the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know if you've given much thought to this, but I have in recent days especially just some thought to the, to the fact that uh, I think I could do better at what I do. I, I believe I could, and I believe I should. And I believe that all of us should be striving to give our best to the Lord. Amen. Give our best to the Lord. And um, he's worthy of it. He's deserving of it. And um, uh, the scripture says in 1 Corinthians 10 and 31, Wherefore, therefore, ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. Amen. So in every area of our life, I believe we could do better. I heard a lot of preaching. And my, you know, I can't tell you all that I heard over the last maybe 10 sermons or more uh, that I heard over the last few days. But I come away after hearing these preachers thinking, I need to do better. I need to preach better. These guys are good preachers and dig in there and challenge you and, and uh, speak so very uh, clearly as to the, to, to the word of the Lord. I think we all should have a desire to please God and to do our best in whatever area of responsibility or service we might find ourselves in. Do better. Do your best for the Lord. I uh, have preached a couple of times re recently from Luke chapter 15, and that is the account of uh, 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 the Jesus is the vine, the Father is the husbandman, and uh, through all of that chapters, I've read it, studied it, preached through that. I preached last Sunday night at uh, the church there in Sand Springs and preached from that text, Luke chapter 15, and uh, uh, the thing that, uh, that struck me as I have read over this and meditated on that passage of Scripture is the challenge that, that it is the, the Lord's desire that we bear fruit. It is His will that we bear fruit. And throughout that account, uh, that uh, chapter, it deals with bearing fruit. Then it says more fruit. Then it says much fruit, then it says fruit that remains. So there's this progression that uh, you see there in that account there. And it's the, the Lord's will for us uh, to be better today than we were yesterday, to improve, to do 
our best for the Lord. Amen. And uh, to take steps of action to move forward and to do more and to do better and to do our best for the Lord. Amen. I have heard people say things like this. Well, it's good enough for who it's for. I don't like that statement. I don't like it. And every time I hear it, I'm going to call it out from here on. If someone says, well, it's good enough for who it's for. Well, that doesn't, certainly doesn't apply to the work of the kingdom of God because it's for him. And it's never good enough. We all ought to be striving to do our best. Amen. For the Lord. I've heard people also say, well, I don't give my best to anything. I've never given my best to anything. Shame on you. You should strive to do your best. In whatever area of work or ministry or opportunity that you have, uh, we should do our best because God is deserving of our best. So I guess the question you should ask is, Lord, am I doing my best? Am I doing my best? Am I striving to please you in every area of, of my life? One of my favorite uh, songs that the choir has sung over the years is that song, I want my life to count for Jesus. Here's some of the words. All want their lives to count for something, to leave a mark when life is through. But vain pursuits will count for nothing. Time will erase whatever we do. But I want my life to count for Jesus. For earthly things will quickly fade. No need to add to worldly riches. I only seek eternal gain. So it's worthwhile for us to step back and evaluate what we're doing, and especially anything that relates to your walk with God or the work of God or the ministry that God has given to you and to me. Are we giving our best? And if not, as we evaluate ourselves, if we're not doing our best and giving our best, then we need to reevaluate and we need to set some new goals and strive to do better, strive to do more, strive to, to do our best for the Lord because he's worthy of that. He is deserving of our best. So are you giving your best to the Lord or are you living a mediocre life? A mediocre life. <clears throat> the word mediocre just means not very good, but not very bad. <laughs> uh, it's middle ground. It's not the worst, but it's not my best. Medium, mediocre. Uh, have you heard people say, use this term, but you ask them, this is kind of a country kind of a response that some people will have. If you say, how are you doing? And they'll say, fair to middling. Fair to middling. Middling means middle. I found a comfortable middle ground. Fair to middle and I'm doing okay. Not doing the best, but not doing the worst. And sad to say, when it comes to our walk with the Lord and the work of the ministry of the church and all that we're involved in in the kingdom of God, middle ground is not good enough. Amen. Amen. It is not good enough. Like I said, I heard all these preachers and I come away thinking, Lord, I really need to do better. I need to study more. I need to pray more. I need to, I need to 
pour myself into this more. And the scripture that I read is a text there. It says, whatever you do, do it heartily or do it from your heart. Do it from your heart. Amen. Do it from your heart as unto the Lord. And I've learned this over 40 years of ministry that you can sermonize. You can come up with a three-pointer or a four-pointer and try to sermonize. But I've learned a long time ago that if there's something that's born in the heart of the man of God, the preacher, uh, the teacher, if it's something that's pouring out of their heart, it has an impact. The heart touches the heart. It has an impact. Uh, if it's just the routine, if it's just, you know, if you do it for 40 years, you kind of learn how to look at a chapter and divide it up and outline it. And uh, it's pretty simple to kind of put it into a format that could be, I guess you'd say you could sermonize on that. And that's all well and good. And it's not always bad, but if it's from your heart, oh, it really makes a difference. It really touches hearts. Hearts touch hearts. And, and so whatever you do, do it with heart. Do it with your heart. Do it heartily as unto the Lord. Not unto men. You're not trying to measure up to what man's expectation are. But you're doing it not to be seen of men, but you're doing it from your heart to, because you're doing it for God. Amen. You're doing it for the work of the Lord. I was talking to a brother out there at, uh, from California that was at the convocation, and I found out he was from the same church where Casey Carpenter Hilton goes now. And I said, you know, Casey was with us for a few years, and she had a Sunday school class, and she was here early. She worked on her classroom. She prepared uh, for that class, I would say that she was she worked hard at it, striving for excellence. And he said that's exactly the way she is doing now. That's the way she does in our church as well. She strove for excellence. I can say that about her because she's gone and and uh, not living here anymore. But I can tell you that uh, the challenge is this: when you pour yourself into it, then there is fruit. There is the effect of it. My mom, every time I go home, she shows me, she hands me a stack of pictures. It's like she's trying to hand off all these pictures. And so she handed me pictures and let me look at some, some uh, photographs of years gone by. And one of them was a class of 16 girls. It was a picture of her with 16 girls. And uh, the pastor, when she was not, she hadn't been a Christian very long, but the pastor said, I want you to teach these junior girls Young girls, would you teach them? And there were just a, a few of them, maybe three or four of them. But she said, I, I, I've never done this before. I don't know how to do I've never taught a class. I don't know. And uh, he just said, now, Sister Jewel, you can do it. You can do it. You just pray and ask the Lord, and he'll help you to do it. And so she took the challenge. And uh, uh, she started teaching those those girls, and after a few weeks and months, it wasn't three or four, it grew to five or six, and six or seven, and eight or nine, until in that photograph was 16 junior girls 
that she was having an impact upon them. And I was just a, I was a younger boy than that age group. And I remember her having those girls over to our house and myself and my brothers thinking, oh no, a bunch of girls are coming to our house again. But she made an impact. She made an impact because she strove to do her best for the Lord. I believe if we'll do our best for the Lord, we'll see the, the effect of that. We'll see the fruit of that. Amen. We'll see the effect uh, in the lives of people. Do it from your heart. Amen. Get the heart uh, to do it. Amen. Have you heard people say, oh, I just don't have the heart for it anymore. I don't have the heart. But if you'll ask the Lord, Lord, give me the heart. Uh, the heart that you have, Lord, toward people. Give me that same love and compassion and desire. Give me the heart, Lord, that you would want me uh, to have. Matthew 12 and 34, uh, it says, O generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Isn't it true that from our heart that we pour out? We pour out. Amen. You know what's going on in the heart of a person by what just flows out of their life, their speech, their lifestyle, their actions, their activities. It pours out of their heart. Amen. Luke 6 and 45, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil for of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Amen. It's true. It's true. Whatever is in your heart, your heart is revealed by what you do and how you speak and the actions and the activities of your life's style and, um, and then how you take to heart the opportunities and the ministries that God gives to you. Take it to heart. Amen. Take it to heart. Or whatsoever you do, do it heartily. Do it with heart. And do it as to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Do it as to the Lord. Whatever calling or responsibility you have. You may wish your group or your class or your... Uh, you may wish that there are a lot more people there. But if you have two or three in that group, do it with heart. Do it with a burden. Do it with compassion. And let it pour out of your heart. Do it as unto the Lord. Amen. And it will make an impact. Amen. And you will bear fruit in your life as you uh, give your best uh, to uh, the Lord. Revelation 3 and 15 is uh, the, the message to the church at Laodicea. Jesus said, I know your works. You're not hot or cold. You're mediocre. You're not hot or cold. You're right in that middle. You found that mediocre, middle, comfortable spot, and you, you're not striving anymore to be more. That's what he was telling them. I know your works. You're neither cold nor hot. I would that thou were cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm... And neither cold or hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. It's pretty graphic words there in that message to the Laodicean church. 
He said, you're mediocre. You're not hot. You're not cold. You're just middle ground. You're warm. And he said, I will spew you out of my mouth or that attitude of complacency and mediocrity makes God nauseated. He wants us to have a fire and a zeal and a desire to do more, to be better, to be our best for the Lord. Amen. Give of your best uh, to the Lord. Whatever you do, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. Do it as unto the Lord and serve the Lord with that kind of an attitude. Give your best to the Lord. So the question for all of us here tonight, in all of your daily calling and responsibilities and ministry that you have, and whatever that it might be, you say, I don't really have a ministry. What about prayer? What, what about even your worship when you come to church? What would happen if we came to church and everybody did their best? Ken Taylor would probably just pass out completely. If we all sang our best and worshiped from our heart, amen, it would change the whole atmosphere of the house of God. If we all just gave our best to sing and to glorify God and to, to, to worship the Lord. And what about prayer? What if we prayed with a burden? What if we prayed with our heart? Amen. And then what about our, the way we respond to the things of the Lord? What about giving your best to pay attention to what God is saying? To what God wants to do? How that he wants to work? In our life, what about in the offering? Are you doing your best? Is your giving mediocre? Is it kind of just middle ground? It's not bad, it's not good, it's just middle ground, mediocre. Amen. What about giving your best in worship, in singing? What about giving your best in giving? What about giving your best? You know, that's really the commandment of the Lord. You'll see that principle throughout the Old Testament, especially where the Lord uh, has called us to give our best, to give, they were to bring the very best of their flocks to sacrifice to the Lord. They were not to have any blemish. They were to be pure. They were to be the very best of the flock because he's worthy of, a, of the best. Amen. Amen. And not only the best, but the first that you put him first. That's the whole principle of the tithe that we bring not only our best, but we bring the first to the Lord. And we give that first fruits un, unto the Lord. And what about just um, the call of God for us all to give your all, to surrender all, to give everything to the Lord, just to give it all to the Lord and just simply say, Lord, whatever you want to do with me, here I am. However you want to use me, I'm available, Lord. I'm willing I'll do what you want me to do, like the song says that they sing tonight. I'll be what you want me to be. I'll do what you want me to do. I'll go where you want me to go. That you're willing to give it all to the Lord. Give him your all. And we're commanded to love the Lord with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul. That's the, our best. That we are to follow through with that commandment. Uh, to give to the Lord. What about what Paul told Timothy? Timothy, study to show yourself approved unto God. 
God is going to be God is going to be measuring the level of your willingness to commit yourself. He said, "Study, show yourself approved uh, unto God as a workman that needs not to be ashamed. That you can you that uh, that God views what you are doing, and He sees that you're doing it from your heart, and you're doing it unto the Lord, and you're giving Him your best in all that you." do. Praise God. So that applies to every everything. I need to be a better preacher. I need to be a better everything. I need to be a better husband. I need to be a better dad. I need to be a better uh, pastor. I need to be a better preacher. And I need, to, I need to be striving. And so do you. So do you. You need to be striving to do more and to do better than you have been doing. Amen. All of us can step up and move forward in every area of our life. I do believe that our Sunday school could really see a, a revival and a stirring and the Sunday school classes would not be middle ground, mediocre, just getting along, but there would be something going on there because uh, the teachers and the workers were pouring themselves into it. Amen. Praise God. Amen. We all have gifts, we all have callings, we all have ministry, and we can do best. There's something to be said for quality, giving our very best. Amen. Praise God. You know, I, I, I want, to, I want the, the lawn and the property to look its best. I want the building to look its best. Amen. I, I want us to strive to do all that we can do uh, to make it better. Amen. That's why we're involved in this kitchen project back here. Because it's 45 years old, 47 maybe years old. It was worn out. The drawers wouldn't open. The cabinet doors were falling off. Time to do better. <laughs> Amen. Time to do better. And that's true in every area of the work of the ministry. Give the Lord your best. Give him your best. Praise God. Remember the account there in 2 Samuel chapter 24 when the nation of Israel was under the judgment of God. And uh, it says in verse 18 that Gad came to David and said, Go up, rear an altar unto the Lord in the threshing floor of Aronah, the Jebusite. And David, according to the saying of Gad, went up as the Lord commanded. And Aaron looked and saw the king and his servants coming on toward him. And Aaron went out and bowed himself before the king on his face upon the ground. And Aaron said, Wherefore is my lord the king come to his servant? And David said, To buy the threshing floor of thee, to build an altar unto the Lord, that the plague may be stayed from the people. But Aaron said, no, that's not going to work. Aaron has said to David, let my lord, the king, take it. Basically, he just said, take the threshing floor. I'm going to provide the wood. I'm going to provide the sacrifices. I don't want the king to have to be out anything. I, really, what he was saying was, I am so honored that the king and his servants have come to see me that I want to, I want to give it all to you. And you build the altar and, and you, uh, you do all that uh, you need to do right here on this at this place, all these things did Aaron uh, 
as a king give unto the king. And Aaron said unto the king, The Lord thy God, except thee. And the king said unto Aaron, Nay, but I will surely buy it of thee at a price. Neither will I offer burnt offerings unto the Lord my God of that which cost me nothing. My, what an important principle that David is teaching us there. Everything worthwhile requires sacrifice. Everything worthwhile will cost you something. It'll cost you time. It'll cost you energy. It'll cost you money. Everything that's worthwhile will cost you. There's a big price to be paid for everything that's worthwhile. And God deserves our best. Are you giving him your best? Are you? Amen. I'm just praying that convictions is kind of falling in on us all here tonight. We all recognize, oh Lord, oh Lord, I'm falling short. I'm falling short. And David said, I'm not going to offer to the Lord that which cost me Nothing. I'm not going to do that. He bought it. He built the altar. And the Bible says that the plague was stayed. Because he sacrificed and he gave of himself. Amen. Do you know that spirit of mediocrity has pretty much taken over our world? It's taken over our country. A lot of employers, they, uh, they can't keep employees. They can't keep workers because workers just have a half-hearted attitude. I'll show up if I feel like it. I'll work if I am up to it today. And uh, you think we've got problems with our economy and uh, we'd like to point our finger at some, but really there's a spirit that seems to be pretty much prevalent across the land. A lot of people just would rather not work. They'd rather not work. They'd rather not put anything into it. And they certainly don't want to sacrifice. And then if an employer gets a worker, an employee that will work, they tend to work them to death <laughs> because they're willing to work and they're willing to sacrifice. Amen. And that is the kind of person that, that uh, makes a big difference. When it comes to the kingdom of God, oh, how we need to give God our best. Amen. For over these next few weeks, we've just got, what, eight weeks, nine weeks left in this year. But it's a busy time. There's a lot of things going on during, th during uh, November, December. A lot of activities that can distract you. Let's, let's, let's give our best. Let's really work at it. And let's believe God uh, to do some things. Right here. Amen. In whatever area of work or ministry that you're involved in, sacrifice. Give. Do your best. Give your best. Pour your heart out. And let the Lord use you. And for some of you that think, well, I, I thought I was doing my best. I, I think I am doing my best. Ask the Lord to open your eyes to see ways that you could do better. Amen. Like me, having this enlightening experience, hearing all these good preachers reminding me that I need to do better. I need to dig in and, uh, and hear the word of the Lord and be used of the Lord and, and uh, the, his work and his ministry. Amen. Are you giving God your best? Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for the challenge to our hearts.
here tonight. Lord, forgive us, Lord, because we have oftentimes chosen mediocrity. We've been satisfied with middle ground. We're not hot and we're not cold. We're just, we've just found that middle place. And we know, Lord, that that's not the place you want us to be. You want us, Lord, to be given of ourselves, Lord, to do our best. Knowing that what we're doing is for you. Knowing that we're doing, Lord, that there'll be a reward later. But right now, Lord, we're serving you. We're giving of ourselves to the work of the kingdom of God. Thank you, Lord. Challenge our hearts here tonight to give our best to Jesus. Hallelujah.